<clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Emmett Audio. I'm working this weekend. I'm going to be carving uh, later on this morning, and then I'll be going to the farm and mowing for a bunch of hours, I'm trying to get the rest of the fields that I maintain for truck access cleared. And, and then I'll be carving all tomorrow. This is extremely unusual for me because um, for the last year and a half, maybe longer, I've had a pretty hard rule that I don't work on the weekends. But uh, what's happened is that um, my truck is in the shop and I thought I was going to get it back on Friday, but I'm not going to get it back until Monday. And I have this studio that I'm trying to build this fall, and I really only have six, seven more weekends, some of which are filled with other things, to get it done. Uh, I'm not anticipating that it will take me that long, but it, I'm trying to front load it on this part of the, the fall and not later on. I need to get it done before I start the Christmas tree season. And... So I was going to work on it this, I was going to try and frame up all the walls this weekend. Um, but because I don't have my truck, uh, it's not worth renting a truck to get the material here. Um, and, uh, and basically, so I've decided to put it off until Tuesday. Um, and... So, <clears throat> I thought this was a useful moment to discuss working on the weekends and, and sort of what those boundaries are and, and why I have them in the first place. For many years, my work life was mm, sort of didn't thought of the weekend not as a time to take off, but as a time to frankly to, to, do, to do work. First, when I was working on sailing ships, the weekend was, depending on the ship, it was actually the busiest time of the week. And when you had time off was dictated by a schedule and you'd have your day off and it was, you know, you'd have a day off a week usually and it was when it happened to be and you had no choice in the matter, but it, it made no difference sort of thinking of it as, oh, it's the weekend or not the weekend. It was just what day is it today? And that's a hard way of living, but it's okay. And then, when I was working on farms, uh, quite often you'd have a Saturday farmer's market, and then you'd have Saturday afternoon sort of off, you know, and then Sunday off, in theory, and then you'd work the rest of the week. Um, but often you would be... <clears throat> find yourself doing things on the weekend as well, because... Farmers are frankly workaholics, and it's not healthy. And then later when I had um, my own work, um, namely the spoon carving, I was quite often working on the weekends at least a bit because it's tempting to use that time to push things forward, or I because I had a teaching commitment. I was either teaching someone at my home or... Weekends were when people wanted me to teach um, workshops. And so sometimes I'd be gone all weekend teaching, you know, multi-day workshop. 
and that was exhausting. And in theory, when you <clears throat> work on the weekends like that, you know, it's easy to say to yourself, well, okay, so then I'll take one of the weekdays off. Or in my situation right now, you know, I'm, I'm doing the work I would have done next Tuesday, uh, half today and half tomorrow. And, and then I'm doing the work I would have done tomorrow on Tuesday. So it all kind of evens out. But there's always the risk when you work on the weekends or whatever your week, you know, your days off might be, that you end up slowly sapping your joy out of your life because there's a lot of rejuvenation happens not necessarily from lying around but from doing something different and that's what keeps you keen to do the thing that you're doing the rest of the time is by having the balance in your life from doing other things and I think that uh, the temptation to work on the weekends um, is, th- is there because you can get yourself into a mindset where you just can't turn it off. You can't stop thinking about work. And I don't think this is a healthy thing. I think this is a... It actually is a way of avoiding the things in your life that are maybe getting hard. And ironically, they're getting hard because you're working so much. But when things are hard, namely with relationships, one of the coping mechanisms that we create in ourselves is, is we say to ourselves, well, I, you know, let me, just, uh, let me just focus on this thing that needs to happen. And it feels good because it feels like you're getting stuff done and you're you know, it's often a place in your life where you are receiving validation and things are working out and, and, or you, they at least feel under your control, whereas relationships with other people are not so much under your control, although we have more control than we often think, but it feels more fickle. It feels like a negotiation with somebody else because it is, and that can feel enough different from the from the work that we are doing that is keeping us busy and distant, that um, that it often causes us to avoid confronting our own behavior in a, in a relationship dynamic, whether it's with a partner or with your kids or with the rest of your family or with friends, or frankly, with yourself. And we can be hiding from ourselves with our work just as much as we can be hiding from the people, the other people in our lives. So I've been there and you get into this dynamic of, you know, turning to work um, on the weekends because you have lost the knack of how to prioritize other things in your life. And frankly, this happens in the evenings too. This is something that my wife and I are still negotiating is how to spend evenings together because for a long time she had homework to do when she was back in school and I frankly had work that I was doing in the evenings and we lost the habit of how to spend time together in ways that both of us enjoyed and we're still 
negotiating it and working our way back towards it. Um, because left to our own devices, we would spend time uh, doing different things. And it's a negotiation to figure out how to spend time together. And some days we do a better job of it than other days. But this is my point, is that is that prioritizing not working on the weekends and on the evenings, say, is not about it is less about creating time for other things, although that is what it does. It's about deciding who you're not going to be. It's about saying to yourself, I'm not going to be that stereotypical person who works so hard that they give up all these other aspects of their life until they wither away and die. And then you look up someday and realize you've, you know, achieved what you wanted professionally, but you've let all the other good things in your life rot. And I think choosing not to be that person is just that. It's a choice. And we have to decide that we want that. Because if there's one thing I've figured out through the process of letting go of all these commitments that I took on for the weekends and the evenings is that is that um, especially when you get your head above water financially which we didn't for a long time and you know I did a lot of things that uh, because I was tr just trying to f see what would work but many of them I would try and then decide you know what not for me so I, I did one season where I was working all those weekends teaching classes at different folk schools and frankly, the only reason I did the whole season was because I'd agreed to the whole season. I'd agreed to all these dates. <clears throat> but by halfway through that season, I knew this was not a good fit for me. And so I finished it up because I said I would. But I then resisted the opportunities to continue doing it and said, no, thanks. It's not for me. And frankly, when I stopped teaching in person on the weekends... It was a bit of a scary moment thinking, you know, well, who's going who's gonna to want to take a lesson from me on some weekday? And then I even went so far as to say, well, if you want a lesson from me, it's got to be, I forget, it was Wednesdays or something. There was some day of the week that just was the best day for me in terms of childcare and all that. And I said, it's got to be this day from this time. And lo and behold, there were still plenty of people who wanted to do it to the point where my that those days of the week were always filled. And my point is that you can float along passively saying yes to as many things as you can. And your time will be filled and you'll make as much money as you make. But if you decide actively what your parameters are, when you will and won't work, then what you end up with is a situation where 
you might not make as much money as you otherwise would have in the first place. But as long as you set yourself up so that you are consistently in a position to charge more over time, moving in directions that give you more financial return over time, then you end up after a year or two with a life where you have those parameters that you wanted that are your priorities that lead to a good life and you have the income that you need. It's not either or. You, you can have both, but you have to set your boundaries first. And then within those constraints, you'll figure out how to make the money. And so often we don't set the boundaries and we just say, okay, I want to make money any way I can doing this thing. And our lives suffer because of it. So again, I'm not following this rule this weekend, but the fact that I'm not following this rule feels so strange. And just goes to show me what a good job that I've done. Uh, or not what a good, that sounds like I'm patting myself on the back. How, it goes to show me how right this boundary feels in terms of getting my priorities straight. That when I violate it, when I do work on the weekend, it, I feel it. And I think that's how you know that you have the right boundaries is that when you violate them, you feel it. And it makes you sit up and take notice and say, oh, I don't want to do this too much. And the trick is to pay attention to that feeling before you become numb to it and take action to make sure that you're not just doing it before it becomes just your norm and you don't notice it anymore. Because that's what happens when you have a job or you set up a dynamic where you are violating that internal sense of, ooh, you know, this doesn't, this feels a little weird. What happens is you end up numbing yourself to that, sm that small voice inside of yourself that is telling you, mm, that's not a good idea long term. And you want to listen to that voice and do something about it, or at least articulate to yourself what action you want to take in the future before it just becomes habit to do this thing and you start to feel normal. Don't let it feel normal to ignore that voice. You want to design your life so that you have the right balance and then improve the situation with that balance in place. I think in future episodes I'm going to talk a little bit about designing your life because that's something I've been thinking about a bunch lately and uh, uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Talk tomorrow.